This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A massive good evening to everyone. Uh, today, it's going to be a, a, a really important show tonight. We've already got nearly 100 of you live waiting as we go live, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, the story of the day, it's uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers 1, the blunt blades of Sheffield United nil. Doesn't tell quite tell the whole story, uh, but we've won the game. We have got three points we have got, um, we, I think we had something like five points out of the first six matches. We've got 38 points now. We've surpassed our goal tally for the whole of last season. We're pretty much guaranteed not to go down. We've got an FA Cup final 16 game on Wednesday night to try and beat our bogey team, Brighton of Hove Albion. And of course, we're travelling to the tune next weekend to face Newcastle United, who we've got above today. And we are in eighth place, the highest position that we've been for a very, very long time. Uh, but also tonight, aside from talking about the game, looking ahead, picking our man of the match, having a bit of a fun with the penalty shootout quiz, we've also got a very, very close friend of mine, a nutcase, a crazy person, who just loves walking to places uh, and he's got a massive challenge coming up in the week to raise money for a, a cause that is so important. And that is, of course, Manny. How are you doing, fella? Hi. Hello. How are you doing? The calm before the storm. <laughs> <laughs> the calm before the storm, mate. I'm telling you what, that is... Probably one of the you're you're not someone for understatements, but that that is yeah. pretty much an understatement. You've got a, a, a massive week coming up, and then after that, a couple of weeks later, after you've basically rubbed out your feet, you're going to go and run the the marathon as well. I mean, mate, tell people please before we get stuck into the show and stuff like that. Why do you do this? You got the flag on as well. Oh man, what? Why do I do this? Um. I don't know. One day, you know, uh, maybe I'll sit 
um, in a mirror and ask myself, why do you do this? <laughs> you know, um, and people know the cause, Dementia UK um, is just, oh man, you know, everyone you speak to, somebody somewhere knows somebody with this condition not spoke about enough so that's the charity and why do i do these things because you because you guys really you donate you encourage you support you and you just give the energy for us to be able to do these things so um you know i'm a human and i am human i've got a roof i've got a bed here i've, I've eaten some food so i've made it i made it in life i don't need belongings i don't need possessions i don't need to gather stuff so um giving something back to everybody else who might not have a roof or food or might be going through terminal health is just like it's just it's a must it's not like an option it's not something we for, for me it's not something that i can get up and say or oh, shall I do it? It's not a matter of shall. We have to do it. And the more we do it, the better life gets for other people, you know. So um, we, we we plod on, and plod's a good word for what's about to come up. <laughs> Mate, I'm telling you what, I, you know, I, um, I've witnessed some of the things that you've done. You know, we've become, you know, really good friends over time through what we do and yeah. and everything. and every every challenge that you do you go oh yeah that's it and then you sit down for a couple of months and then you're like okay how can i go back yeah. i saw how emotional you yeah, were yeah. when you arrived at chelsea at stamford bridge last year the emotion of getting there and mm. that you let out you were you were so tired you were so yeah. like drained yeah. yeah you hugged shabby your yeah. wife yeah um, yeah, yeah. well this is going mate this is going to Obviously, my mum and dad are here, and they're going down to Newcastle, you know, and and my sister, um, obviously, you know, the support fan base, you guys, everything. So it is like double the length, double well, double the time in terms of, um, uh, you know, um, 70 more miles than the... Uh, but I am with my son, so... Um, with I was going to say that because you do have Jeevan that's... Uh, yeah, you know, I think the family um, have... That'll kind of help, I think. Yeah, the, fam the family have sent Jeevan, so, so Dad doesn't go missing. <laughs> he's there to, he's there to keep the reins on me. I think um, uh, he's obviously fit and he's young, but mentally it's going to be a really tough challenge for him. But if you think about it, for a father and son to do something like this, it's pretty unique. Uh, you know, it's we'll need everything. We'll need uh, physically. We'll need everything. Mentally, we'll need stuff that we almost haven't called on before um, because it, it is such a grueling. You know, we're trying to do it in such a short time. That's the thing. A lot of these Four challenges. And a half days. Yeah, a lot of I've seen I've seen similar challenges, and people have done it in seven days, ten days, thirteen days. You know breaking it up and we're trying to do uh, four and a half well four days and eight hours something like that it's like it's really really short time so we've got to be on our feet 14 15 hours a day 14 wow. 15 hours a day every day four days you know it's like constant there's not won't won't really be stopping uh, apart from you know if we need to use it the toilets or pop you know which will just pop into service stations or cafes or whatever that's the only reason we'll be stopping apart from that we've just got to plod on and um 
yeah, um, the Chelsea one has stood my mind in, you know, knows what's about to come. When I study the route, I, it scares me, so I don't study it anymore <laughs> because it is, it, it is, it honestly it does. I mean, it's it's not easy. It's not going to be, um, but I know we'll do it. I just know. I'm just supremely confident that one way or the other, by hook or by crook, you know, we'll we'll get to the other side. And um, I've had unbelievable support from lots of different fans and you have. lots of different people from who are, are en route, you know, where we're stopping, where we're staying. And then obviously, you know, the messages, the donations. Larry Warren, yeah, <laughs> Manny Singkang, just Google me. I'm sure Dave will put the link on. Yeah, well. can you uh, just drop us over on WhatsApp yeah. the link again, and I'll yeah. um, I'll put that up on the screen and in the yeah. chat for everyone, mate. No problems, mate. Yeah, so you know, and um, uh, it's, I'm just giving anyway forward slash M Kang M K A N G, but um, you know, it's it is what it is. It's it, you know, it needs help every three minutes. Somebody new every three minutes. Somebody new will get this condition, and. You know, Dementia UK, you can get on the phone to a nurse straight away and they become your buddy and they give you advice, someone to go to, all those family members who start suffering because their loved one has got this condition. You know, suddenly as a, um, you know, they've got 450 of these nurses now. They started with two back in 1992. And all those nurses are funded by you, by us, by fundraising, by, you know, people donating. Nobody else helps them. And we have to. I don't think it's an option. If it was an option, then we'd say, oh, I'll do something else. I don't, for me, it's like come into my life. I think it will stay with my life until, you know, the breaths keep going. Yeah, I mean, you're doing an absolutely uh, incredible uh, job. I'm just actually going to try and get the proper link. I've just found it and I'll put it on yeah. the uh, in Thank the chat you. there for you. So, guys, listen, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about this later on in the uh, in the show. As well, but like, let's just kick off with you know, just obviously you know that everyone's behind you, mate, and you know it's. Oh, I can feel it. it. I feel the love. One thing for sure is the love is like huge, and it drives you on. Somebody came to me today, and um, I went into the fan zone um, earlier, and I walked out with about 140 quid, <laughs> you know, and just people throwing money at you, and and people telling you about their loved ones who did pass away or did um uh or, or or currently going through this condition so uh, you know for me all those thoughts will be in my mind they'll be driving me on they'll be spurring me on and when it hurts for me i'm gonna for me it's just four four and a half days people have to live with this for the rest of their time you know so um this time next week it's all over isn't it so it's not the biggest you know i'll break it down it's putting one foot in front of the other with a bit of pain involved that's it <laughs> the one thing that i'm going to encourage everyone to do that's watching this um show live watching it back on uh catch up or listening to it in the podcast um the, 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 i'm just going to read the just giving like it's just giving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash m kang it doesn't matter if you can afford a pound two pound five pound ten pound i know some people have given lots more every little bit uh makes a difference and it goes towards helping dementia uk the nurses having a helpline being, being there to provide i've listened to a fantastic podcast recently that that lady did oh, really, really good as well. yeah 
So, guys, make sure you just... Um, I'll put the link up again again later for you guys because we will come back to this. But, you know, spare whatever you can. This this man has got an epic journey with his with son. My son with my son. You know, he's, it's son. a big challenge for him. You know, just wanted just a bit of background. My son was like eight weeks premature. He weighed smaller than my hand. You know, he was one pound, four ounces, I think he was. So to think like from that time to this time, now we'll be doing this challenge together, you know, is a pretty... Um, somebody says that will be amazing. I said we'll either become lifelong buddies or we'll want to never see each other again because <laughs> we'll have spent Well, that's so what much. I was going to say because Jeevan, you know, is a is a top yeah. lad. As, as you say, he was born premature, and yeah. um, he's someone that's grown in confidence as he's yeah. got older as well. So for him, I think you made a joke. It's like you walk in 195 yeah. miles to Newcastle. He used to struggle yeah. to get him to walk down the shops. Yeah, it was like that. And and the, the thing is, he's so excited to start and to and and we know we've got to we'll have to really help each other and um uh, you know um but it's 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 i just feel the love from you guys and I, I feel the love from the fans and random people that i don't even know the messages that are coming through my phone is just honestly it's just gone um you know through the roof and i wish i could reply individually to all of them and um you know um i would love to but um all of the those thoughts will be with me well that's it and now hopefully all of those things will just help you every step on the way listen donate guys make sure you do 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 that we're going to come back again on this for the end of the show we've also going to get stuck into the show we've also got the details on the uh the, the Sofa Score app as well, which we'll put, which is free to download. And, of course, I do want to say a big thank you, of course, as always, uh, to Creation Wolf uh, for powering extra time. Local company, fantastic people uh, who can help uh, take your business's brand to another level. Um, but brilliant. I'm going to bring on our other guests. We have got, he has got, he's come on, but he's, he's black. That'll take he's him there. off. Check him up, put him on again. Oh, there, there you are. <laughs> there, there you are, mate. How are My wife you? I've been the last few days, so hopefully he hangs in tonight. Fantastic. Um, Josh made it onto one of the uh, the instant fan reactions recently, and we've been looking for a name for him, which rhymes with Jar. We've had all sorts. Um, what was the one that we were settling on before? There was Jovial Jill. Josh. Jovial, joyful, and just was the, the last one, really. Yeah, I think, I think, so we got, yeah, jovial, joyful, uh, you can't have joy, joyous, or judge, or judge Josh. So let us know in Jump, the comments. Well, let's go for, let's go for jumping Josh because he's like, he's, he's running all over. He's an athlete himself, <laughs> does marathons, he does all sorts of things. He does. Opposite, right outside manager, so every Tuesday and Thursday night, I bet we blind him with all our bright green Shedley Strider shirts. <laughs> yeah, all jump in. Let us know what you think in the uh, into the in the thing. Uh, Josh, we've got we've got Chelsea coming on in a minute, but Josh, obviously it it would be a miss me. Whilst I got you on, I'm sure you want to say a few words um, about and encourage people to support money and the donation for dementia. Yeah, UK. so What's what he's doing, what he's doing is massive, and I was just thinking as you mentioned, G Van. I actually remember G Van in primary school when he was in about year one. And I was yeah. about year five or six because we were given um, in that from that sort of year group in five and six we were given at a time where we had to look after a year one student at the time. And it was I had G van and a lad called Jack. It just suddenly came oh. to me when you when you mentioned it earlier. Which school was that man? Eleven, yeah. 
Are we loving you? Were you yeah. oh, okay? I didn't know that, man. Oh, yeah, it's a small world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, we live near each other, Dave, so, you know, yeah. um, it's just like, you know, but, uh, our local it's, school. It's, yeah. it's massive. I mean, to, to walk, you're going to be walking 12 to 14 hours a day is massive. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's unbelievable. Yes. I mean, gold is <laughs> if anybody's ever done one, you only do eight hours a day. Yeah. Max. Yeah. On your gold yeah, yeah. So to do... 12 to 14 hours just massive and for the cause it's it's worth it so if people can get donating get get doing it i've already had a couple of notifications a 10 hour and someone's just put 25 in so you know oh that's amazing see guys you're already chipping in and donating to to manage just watching the show live which is absolutely fantastic because i say every penny counts and last but not least tonight because we're doing it in one in one go we have chelsea Who's also recently made um, the one of the fan reactions straight after the show? And we do have a rule on this channel: if you do come on uh, to an instant reaction straight after the game, you have to have a nickname. And Chelsea, uh, we were going through all of these ideas, but you've come on one, haven't you? If you want to tell everyone what you're, you've come up with as your as your nickname for the channel, yeah, it was really hard to find, wasn't it? And I think we went with yours in the end. Captivating Chelsea, I think it was the only one that kind of went well. <laughs> You've got a big pers- personality, um, and because you were looking through um, lot all the words rhyming with C, and we've got, we've all got really got... like negative words. And I was like, which one? Cheerful, can I... Chelsea. Cheerful, That's all we We've got cheerful Chris because he oh. he never frowns. We've got we've got okay. charismatic Craig, so they were already gone, aren't they? Them two. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the end, you've got we could. Uh, well, there was charming was another one, but like you went with captivating, didn't you? Because in the end, there's all sorts of stuff. So we can't really have anyone else with C because we're running out of C words. But Chelsea, uh, again, you've obviously been listening to uh, to Manny and watching what he does. What 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 are your thoughts on the uh, on the challenge ahead for him? I, d- I don't know if any of you saw last night as well. It was a fantastic gesture. Um, Manny was. Didn't even know why he was going there, did you, mate? Uh, you went to yeah, uh, to Television Centre. Was on Hampton yeah, yeah. Deck's takeaway. There was four hundred fundraisers, and well yeah. deserved. They've given you uh, a break, a nice holiday for four yeah. people. Uh, yeah. Chelsea, you know, what are your thoughts on uh, this challenge? I know he's a he's a bit crazy, but he'll do it. Absolutely, I think it's a great opportunity to show how much influence you can have and how you can use the Wolves community to promote such wonderful causes. And I was saying similar to Josh, I remember seeing Manny at a high school that I was teaching at, like, last year. And when I, I came to the that? show, I recognised you at Beacon, Beacon Hill Academy. Oh, I've been there. I've done every yeah. year group there. Well, yeah, Chelsea is a, a teacher there. Yeah, oh, yeah. so I know Kate and um, uh, you know, Soph and um, uh, Bavo and all of them, you know, so... The small Brilliant. world, it was amazing. This is basically we live, we're within a stone's throw, me, Josh, and Chelsea. That was, that's good enough. That's my step. So I've mentioned my primary school, 11 years. I are which is Beacon Hill. Yeah, was my secondary. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I yeah, I Arkle, I remember it back in the day because I went to Coesley. Yeah, so I yeah. used to uh, I used to be part of the uh, the school table tennis team and we were quite good and we had a few games against Hyarko. Has it changed its name to Beacon Hill now? Is it? It's Beacon Hill. Yeah. 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 You know Kate Kate from Samosa Saturday Day. Yeah. Kate Walker. She's the teacher there as well. <laughs> Imagine that. That's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Well, listen. I know we've talked for about twenty minutes, but to, to me, I wanted to get stuck straight into this at the top of the show. 
we wanted to get Manny on on the Sunday before thing because it is such an important thing. And like football is what brings us all together. And we will talk about it and we'll get into the game and we'll look ahead. But some things are more important. The one thing here on the channel that we always try to do is try and, you know, shine a light on the fantastic people that do great work to, to raise money for fantastic causes. And it is an epic challenge. So we wanted to get stuck into that. And we will talk a little bit more about it before the end. But Chelsea, I'm going to start with you. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers 1, Sheffield United nil. Just sum that up today for us, if you can. It really was. It's a game of two halves, wasn't it? I think all of us have been hoping for a great start and it finally happened. But for some reason, we had a positive start and a lacklustre second half, which was a real shame. But I think when we started, you could see that the system was good. I was happy with the lineup. I know some people might want Doyle or Gomez, but I think either one of them really would have done a good job today. Um, I was really impressed with Sarabia at the start and Neto, they were really positive. But... It's just a shame for the second half, really, because we wanted to kind of push on. And I feel if we got that second goal, we could have took some players off and start preparing for the FA Cup game. But we just didn't use that opportunity. But I will say that a sign of a good side is that you can win when you're not playing at your best. And I'm really proud that we got that win because we can take that for future events. I think that's a really, a, a really good way of summary up because we definitely wasn't at best in the second half, mate. I mean, Josh, I'll go to you next and we'll come to, to obviously, to Manny. Uh, you know, started well, I thought. Against Brentford, I thought we were very, we were on the back foot straight away. I thought we were really positive starting. They came out, it looked like they, they, they kind of know that we struggle against these teams and we needed to to get it. We, we started to run out of a little bit of ideas and then there was a beast of magic from uh, Ryan Aitnuri uh, a, a fantastic delivery in a great run from Sarabia who, who called for it. Wonderful header, top corner, 1 0. You know, you go on from there, you think they're going to open up, we can open them up and score plenty of goals. They were fighting amongst each other before they, before half time. But second half, we didn't get out of our, we didn't get out of our own half in about the first five minutes and it set the tone and we were so sloppy. and you know, we got away with it, really. If, if Sheffield United had got a point or got something, you you couldn't have argued against it in oh, the end, Josh. They'd have been over the moon with a point. I mean, they, I can't remember the keeper's name. I can't even pronounce it. They had that many uh, uh, vowels in. Um, but he straight from the off, taking a drink in front of the safe bank, waiting 30 seconds, picking the ball up, waiting 30 seconds, putting the ball down. And he was just, they come to frustrate straight away. Um First half though, like you had down from we had to come out first gear, it was just coasting. We got once we got the goal, it was just coasting, and I thought the players were just moving through the motions. And then second half, I don't know, don't know what went on. It was just as if I'd like to say they were pushing forward a bit more, but they were they were quite far forward first half. Their defence was quite high. Um, but it just didn't seem they were winning every battle in midfield, um, every loose ball they were winning. Um but I think a lot of the long balls and the corners and the long throw-ins, we've got to thank the likes of Dawson and Tauti for keeping out because the amount of headers. There was one period of about 10 minutes, about 65 minutes in, where they had throw-ins from either side from Jack Robinson. I mean, that's, but the guy that was doing the throw-in, they were like corners. I mean, Sheffield yeah. United, were, you know, they were very disruptive in how yeah. they played. They were different and they were throwing these balls into the box. I mean, when balls are bouncing around in your box... You're hoping that you, you get the clearance, but a one bad bounce, yeah, 
And it's it lands, lands I mean, the we, we rode our luck, I, th I thought, a bit. Mm. I mean, Manny, I mean, mm. watching that game from, obviously, yeah. sadly, you will obviously be missing the Brighton game because you, you're busy. I, know. I will. We better get through to the next like, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's so, your take on, on, on the game today? Uh, uh, you know, it was, it was like a testimonial first half. It was like they were just not good enough. We controlled possession. Didn't create a like you know hatful of chances, but it was a comfortable one nil win, and you could only see it going one way if that's the way it carried on. To be fair to them, they um uh, they did um up their game a little bit. There was a bit more forward press. They brought a few players on, you know, and we just seemed to like not be able to get out. And suddenly, I think we were playing a few longer balls and not just passing the ball and taking the time. Sarabia and um, Neto, who were so effective in the first half, just went missing, didn't they? They were just not being used um, in the same way. So I think there's just a little bit of, you know, when you get into a position where you're doing so well and you start um, thinking, oh, we're OK here. One nil, you're never OK against any team. But I did turn around to my son and I said, four out of ten, would probably beat Sheffield United. They're that bad. If we do four out of ten, we'll beat them. Well, we beat them with three out of ten. So, you know, if we'd have got to five or six out of ten, we'd have beaten two nil. Seven out of ten, we'd have beaten five nil because we I think we are that much better. There's I think not a single... how bad Sheffield United are as a team generally, was that one mm. free kick? Oh, yeah, that was just <laughs> yeah, There was such a build-up for it. What and a then chance. It was just... Yeah, they was right on top at that time in a way, you know, that was something that we were worried about. And then they produced some, some of their crossing and some of their, I mean, even some of the players that they bought on, we was all scratching their head. Who's that? Where's he from? And, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure some Sheffield United fans were, you know, I feel a little bit for them because obviously they sold a lot of their good players. They're only on 13 points. So, you know, for them, a 1-0 defeat at Molyneux is like a win because they've con they conceded so many goals this season to only lose. And, and they did. They did deserve a goal. They did probably deserve a point. But... That's what happens in football. We we got over the line and it was about getting over the line and we kept a clean sheet. And it's about, to, you know, no one's going to watch those highlights. No one's waiting for match of the day to watch that again. So just bin it, put it to one side. Um, you know, hopefully there's not any injuries from today because we've got, you know, th uh, three games in six days in a week, which could really, really Define change season, our season, yeah. massively change our season. I ain't walking to Newcastle over five days for them to lose against them. No way. I'll be breaking the dressing room door down if they, did, they dare even lose against them. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, this is, a, this, I mean, we, you know, we, we all remember Huddersfield. They won three games all season. They beat us home and away. We know that Wolves, when they go away and they play Chelsea and Tottenham and, you know, Man United and, you know, we, t we, we can play these good teams and, like, we can be brilliant. But then we play a team like, you know, Sheffield United and we're all like, this is just the sort of thing Wolves will go and slip up. So the fact that we, we got the win... Yeah. Even though it was, we only had two shots on target, I think, the entire game. I think the Sarabia was our first shot on target. And then I think we had a, Joe Gomez had a shot on about 80 minutes. Um, 
we do struggle to break these sort of teams down. We got the goal and maybe it was a mental thing in their head because it was like getting over a, a, a brick wall type of line mentally for them to win this type of game. And then they started to overthink and get pushed back. I also think because we were a bit sloppy and stuff, it gave Sheffield United a bit of a lift. And they started to believe that they could get something and their fans started to feel it. We started to get a bit edgy. The players started to get a bit edgy and we we, we couldn't really get out. And um, we got away with it. We've, we've, won, we've won the game. As you say, we've, it's not been a, a brilliant performance. But as Chelsea says, sometimes we've, when you're not playing that great and you win, it's you, you, that's what good teams do. And be honest, mate, We've played so good at so many games this year and lost the game, even though we've been brilliant. And it, you've, we've come away with nothing. The Man United games, for example, both of those games, we should could easily have had four or six points because the you know the way we played in the second half and the way we played the whole of the match against United in the first game, we got zero points out of those games. And so, like sometimes you play well and lose. Sometimes you don't play well. And you get the three points. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, I mean, one thing we have got is a little bit of quality, haven't we? Um, if you think about it, we lost... Neto, you know, was devastated, never suffered, never suffered. Mm. Uh, we lost Huang for the whole month, never suffered, carried on. We lost Cooney and we've won both games, you know, and that's like, that is really, really good because Sarabia and Aitnuri, that cross, that was the one moment of quality, a brilliant ball, great glancing header. And sometimes those types of turgid, horrible games, you need that little bit of quality and that's what we've got in our team now. We've got it um, uh, from all different angles, you know, so um, it's it's good days, isn't it? I mean, nobody ever thought, when I planned this walk to Newcastle, I never thought I'd be walking there with us already above us. They were miles ahead. They were in the they Champions were. League. We were near the bottom. They were like, not even, the, we weren't even the same stratosphere and here we are above them. So the, the job um Gaza and the team have done are just it's just uh beyond our dreams really I think. Well as I say eighth place looking at potential European qualification as well. I mean you, it's something that we don't like to talk about but we have to talk about because we're right in the mix Chelsea. Um you know I know that like the likes I think West Ham and or is it Chelsea they've got a game in hand on us and stuff like that. Obviously they lost the uh, they lost another final today. But like eighth place, we're one point behind Brighton, who we face on Wednesday night as well in the league. United lost to Fulham. I think it was a Dharma trial. He came and turned the gap for them. He, he'd been out for a long time. So fair play to him and he provided an assist. You know, he's six points behind United. You know, this team, I think, you go into most matches at the moment as a Wolves fan, thinking we can beat anyone at the moment. We've got, there is a belief. And I think the players are going in thinking... It doesn't matter who they play. They think they can beat them. Absolutely. Is that the general gist that you feel? Absolutely. I think at the start of the season, if we had said we could finish eighth and maybe get into Europe, we would have absolutely taken that. And I think now 
we have an opportunity, a great opportunity to get into Europe and we actually deserve it. At the start of the season, we had so many VAR decisions, which could have really, really bad the impact of the season. And it has, because we'd be higher in the table. Haven't points higher. They haven't, they haven't, it hasn't stopped the players. And I actually think, I haven't seen this camaraderie within this team for a long time. You can see them. They want to play for each other. They want to do well. And it's only going to be better. And with the teams ahead of us, I don't see any reason why we can't get Europe. It's just how we manage the FA Cup and League at the same time. We need to find that balance. And like today, if we'd scored the second goal, we could have prepared then for the FA Cup. But sometimes you're not going to have that. Even if Sheffield United is bottom of the league, it doesn't matter. They're still a Premier League side. They can still cause an issue. And we had to get the job done. And I think we'll take a win and move on to the FA Cup. Take the win and move on. I mean, yeah, Josh. I mean, how important um, as a fan to you is this game against Brighton in the week, um, oh, you know, and then the Newcastle game? I mean, Manny said obviously it could be quite a pivotal week because we can beat Brighton at home. Who are, I mean, they are our bogey team. Let's face it, you know, they they're our bogey team. It's like we've played so well with them in different games in the past and still might not managed to win. They're a very good side, of course, but they're only a point ahead of us in the league. We're at home. We've got a chance to get to the quarterfinals, and uh, you know. If we could draw, get a home draw, and at home, I'd fancy us to beat anyone. And then we've got Newcastle next weekend, you know. And if we can get a result against them, and we're going to have to, because, like, you know, as I say, Manny's going to have to knock the dressing room door door down if they don't turn off after him walking all the way there. I mean, I, I mean, what what are your views on these two games? Because it is a is, is a tight squad, but I don't see how Gary O'Neill's going to go weak against Brighton on. Uh, so I think looking back on 2019, 2018, well, 2019, 18, 19 FA Cup run that we had, and just this point in the cup where we got the last time, we're thinking one more game and we're in the quarterfinals here. Then we're one game away, one game away from Wembley. And when you start thinking like that, you're thinking, you know what? We could, we could, we could go far again if 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 we push for it. So beating Brighton, I think, would be massive. Um, and then if, if we beat Brighton, getting a home draw will be even bigger again because the atmosphere that we had against United in 2019 oh. was electric. It was oh. uh, nothing I've ever, I've never seen like anything before. Mm. It, was, it was a massive night that was. Just even before the game walking to the ground, the atmosphere was, was bob on that day. And uh, to, to relive something like that, and to try and push for a semi-final and a final again will be it'll be massive. And then Newcastle next Saturday. I don't know what to think about that one because we've 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 got we've got to get a result. We've got to, but they've just been stuffed four nil, and we've just had a dodgy second half. So the writing's on the wall. It's got a nil nil written all over it. Sorry, man. <laughs> a nil nil, or uh, or it could be a four four. Yeah, because like yeah. I think it's going to be an open. I think it'll be an exciting open game again. Yeah. I mean, Brighton are going to be. They're going to back themselves against us on Wednesday night for yeah. sure. And Manny, you'll be yeah. walking, or you'll you maybe you'll be hopefully be able to rest and get a stream or something. And you'll probably be I'll be in Huddersfield, uh, a friend's house, so a, a family friend, and I'll, I'll we plan to get there for about eight pm, which will be around kickoff. So hopefully we get to see it. Um, you know, for me it's huge and a little bit disappointed at Wolves, just a little bit, Tad, you know. Yes, it's about the money and we, we need to, but if they'd just dropped, because this is this week is really important, 
and, and if that we might not play in the FA Cup at home again because the quarterfinal could be away and then semi-finals are at, so this could be our last home game in the FA Cup and it's like it's such a big week and there's so many tickets available in all areas of the a stadium because you know it's it's 30 quid and i just thought oh i'm pretty sure someone somewhere is probably sitting thinking mm, maybe we could have like you know done them 20 quid or 15 or you know kids for a tenner or something just to get like like josh said that atmosphere at united was electric because we knew about wembley but the quarterfinal might not be it all i knew you know if we get through it might be a, so this was our chance you've got to live in the moment and the moment is is Brighton. I think it's huge, man. The FA Cup is the competition. People of my age, especially when we first started watching football, the, it, the FA Cup was all we knew about. We'd never really had an affiliation with Europe, Europe or European or watching Champions League. All that came in afterwards. Even Premier League football, it was only the one match on the Sunday. The FA Cup was the magical thing, you know, the lift climbing the stairs and lifting that cup and you know the whole wearing your suits and all that you know it was a whole and that uh, that hasn't happened at all since what 1960 the fa cup so it's a it's too long it's too long you know for a club of, of our tradition um not to have experienced a final so i hope he goes strong I can sort of see, you know, it's going to be difficult for him. Three games, six days. Will he think, shall I, you know, Belgard maybe as an option comes in. Um, you know, Santi Bueno's not done bad every time he's played. Maybe so he has Tommy got options. Tommy Doyle, Tommy Doyle. See, those, those, those options we just talked about, those three, they don't actually weaken our side that much. So, um, you know, they bring different, different he'll aspects. He'll more suspended, isn't he, for Brighton because he got his sending off. So he'll be... Um, he's one that's going to miss, but they've they've got the likes of Matoma back, who's come back as well. Who's a danger man, who kind of does that tuna thing. He run, yeah. runs at, and runs at people. He's a danger man. Right and when they're on it, we've seen like you know they can tear you apart. But I do, do think, concede goals as well. Yeah, I do think they've got a vulnerability to them this yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, they've not been able to get a clear pattern. They're not as quite as confident, and I don't think as you know as they have been. And I think. I think it's an opportunity, personally, that if we go for it and we're going with the right focus and attitude, I mean, let's face it, it's a quarter-final to get through and then, you, you you know, if you get the right draw, who knows, you know, what could happen. I think, you know, every Wolves fan will be wanting him to go with his strongest possible team and then you'll, you'll look to, to Newcastle and they'll go again. And I also think the players want it so bad. You yeah. saw... When we were playing, when we played Brentford away, in 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 the in the in the first round, third round, down to ten men, losing one nil, and we managed to. They fought so hard to get it, and then yeah. they fought back, and then the West Brom result. You know, if you don't go for it, you don't get these chances. So I I I, I think you'll I think they I think the players I think the players want to finish as high as they can, and I think they want to go all the way in the. Uh, in the FA Cup as well, like that's where I feel like, and I think they'll, you know, as long as they, they don't play like they did the second half today, yeah. I think we'll be all right. You want to go into history, don't you? You want to yeah. be in history, and as much as we will like to remember, if you got eighth or ninth, you're going to be remembered for everyone in the FA Cup, and you're also still getting Europe. So by winning the tournament itself, if we can, it gives yeah. you Europe anyway. Mm. 
So in a way, if you want to put your focus somewhere, you can pull it there. Because I think as a fan, to watch Wolves go to Wembley again is just magical. To see them even possibly win the trophy is just a bonus. But in my lifetime, see Wolves win an FA Cup would be the dream. And I know I'm a, a little bit younger, but the FA Cup still, to me, is so important. It's the most exciting cup. It's every single every single league, everything comes together. And you can be the smallest team, the biggest team. It doesn't matter. You all can win. And I don't think there's any special cup compared to the FA Cup. I think you make a, a really good point because, you know, Wolves finished 13th last year. So anything above that, where, coming from where Gary O'Neill was and the yeah. expectations at the start of the season, whether you finish 12th to 7th or 6th, you know, that's great and, and that's an improvement. But getting to an FA Cup final and winning the FA Cup, you can, that's there. It's there written all the time it's like it's something that a season can be defined of people won't remember generally i mean you will will remember because you know but generally people won't think oh wolves finished eighth that year but they got to an fa cup final or they won the fa cup it's something that you'll always notice i think you've got something you you want to come in there manny no i just said you know um uh, chelsea's really um quite right and someone asked me they said um uh, would you want like top seven or win the FA Cup. I said, what type of question is that? Of course you want to win the FA Cup. I said, that, you know, that is like, because it gets you there anyway. That does seventh means nothing. You know, if, you know, obviously if we're at the cup, then yeah, we want to finish as high as possible and get into Europe if we can that way. And we have to aim there because we're there. We're in that position in the league. So we can't, even as much as the players want to maybe deny it and, um, uh, you know, not talk about it, which is how all players act in all clubs. They all say, say one game at a time. There's no way um, so the likes of Sarabia has been at PSG, likes of Lamina that's been, you know, with Juventus. These these players ain't going to sleep thinking, they're thinking, well, yeah, we want to be back in Europe, man. Can we do this? They will, they'll be thinking that as well, even though Gary will be, you know, but their own personal thoughts will have that and they'll say... We beat Spurs, we beat Chelsea, we beat City, we beat, you know, we, t- we take these teams on and we beat them. So well, why can't we? We're the unexpected force. Everyone's expecting Newcastle to be back up there. Everyone's expecting Chelsea and United to do really well. Even West Ham got into Europe last season. They've got more expectations from their fans because of their achievements. We were supposed to get relegated. We can have a bit of a party here. In a way, we can go into each game and say, let's see. Let's just give it everything. And we're the like, you know, that in the old days of the championship, you know, in our old days, that team that made that late run in and got into the playoffs. We're that team. We're that team that's, that's just making making this late run in. No one's really going to fancy us for Europe um, because everyone fancies us for relegation. So let's play on that, you know, and let's use it to our advantage. And sometimes no expectation is like, gives you a bit of freedom. So I don't think we should... Even though personally we would want that, I don't think any of us should put any undue pressure um, yeah. on our team. Just let them express themselves and say, "Go for it, lads!" And we'll back you. What a season! You this season's already ten out of ten because we expected you to be in the bottom four or three. So it's already ten out of ten. And you know, let's see what magic you can create. And this week could, you know, end of next week, 
like you said, if we <laughs> beat Newcastle after after seeing Brighton off, wow, then, you know, then... I'll tell you what as well, and no one really at the moment really fancies playing Wolves either. I mean, Wolves are a team that when, when they're coming up, you know, maybe a few teams underestimated us. I'm not sure whether Chelsea did or Tottenham did. I mean, we, you know, Chris, when I had him on the, uh, the thing, they were quite confident and I said... I'm not too sure you should be because I can see us winning the way you play and Gary O'Neill will come up with a thing. I think every team that got got Wolves coming or if we did get through Brighton, and I think anyone would want to play us in the next round because we are dangerous. We're very dangerous. And we're we very can... dangerous on the break. I just hope we get a big team because they'll want the possession of the ball and we can just break. Either that or we can have Coventry or Maidstone at home in the quarterfinal if we get past Brighton. I, I kind of, I, I, I mean, I know it's a, it's a little bit romantic of me, but I'd love uh, Ella Kobe and George to yeah. Maidstone get over Coventry and then to play them in, the, in a quarterfinal. Yeah, we'd be massive favourites and yeah, we will win that game for sure. That um, put up a fight you know, like against Ipswich. But it would be such a... a it would be such a great occasion for 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 Maidstone and for George and for their story to finish at a, you know, at Molyneux to Premier League team. But we've got to do the job and get through against Brighton, right? Josh, going to go first of all with you um, to give us your um, your um, box at shifty performance rate and your Lee Moore Windows Man of the Match and your own personal moment or highlight of the day. And as always, it can be a football moment. Or it could just be you had a really nice bag of chips on the way home. So, match rating for me, got to be a six. I know we got three points and we're now sitting eight. But it was just that second half that was a bit lacklustre. Um, but at the end of the day, it's three points and we're up to eight. So, I'll take that and still give the score a six. Um, man of the match is going to be uh, Ballon Dawson. Uh, Super Craig. He's, he's just... The, we're all having a job about him the other week about he's, he looks like he's, he's had a poor game against Brentford and stuff but then today every ball that come in the box the amount of throwings that Jack Robinson put in he was heading them straight back out um, and I, I, I personally think he saved us from conceding conceding the goal today personally so my man of the match was Dawson and then my moment today although he ended up a bit um, unlucky for the lad in the Disability Wolves team, there was a lad who was playing for him, who I know was in, one, in our boys' brigade group, Oscar. He was wearing the number two shirt. And if anybody was watching him, about two minutes into him playing, he, he looked like he's rolled his ankle. Oh, he looked like Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Um, it's either a sprain, fracture, or a clean break. So I'm just waiting to find out what's happened to him. Oh, so okay. uh, that my moment of the day. Although he, it ended up with him, ended up with injury. Still trying to wait to see what they the man today is seeing him come out with the disability team and enjoy what he could on the pitch at half time. Fantastic, Josh. Same to you, Manny. Yeah, um, performance. I'll probably say five. I mean, the performance was wasn't great. The result boosts the score up to five. I was thinking four because it. I think Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United were just that bad. That that's all we needed today. Um, Mark, I'm going to give it to Aitnuri. The reason is he produced that moment. That ball was so good. Sarabia didn't really have to do anything. Sarabia is not a player in the air. He's not a header of the ball, but he didn't have to do anything because the ball was so good. The pace on it was perfect. It was curling in. It was one of those that if he'd have left it, it probably would have curled in. You know, so it was like we were right sort of level with it as it came in. So that moment, um, you know, really... um. Uh, 
it gave us the gave us the victory and we held out i do agree you know there was a lot of last ditch blocking defending heading and it just had to backs to the wall kind of um uh, which is strange because they're so shocking sheffield united for us to let them do that to us but anyway um and moment of the day i think it's just going into the fan zone um you know, if people have ever been there, I think the Wolves do a really good job. The foundation fixture today, so raising funds for the foundation and also, um, you know, Nuffield Health are also um, uh, sponsoring the disability teams this, this year. Very good local organisation in Wolverhampton. And they had a tent where they check your blood pressure and blood tests. So I had my blood pressure and blood test on for free and I'm OK. okay so okay. So I'm fit. I've passed the fitness test. <laughs> Fantastic. Chelsea? Um, I think for um, rating, four or five, I think is fair. I think because we got the goal and we won um, for the first half to give at least a six. But the second half is just, it kind of didn't allow it to be a six out of ten. So I'd give it a five. Um, for my man of the match, I think similar to Dawson, I think Chelsea played well today for a lot of tackles. Yeah. Um, and Gomez as well, he didn't do much moving forward. I don't know if that was a tactic, but there was a lot of good defensive blocks, especially in the first half and the second half. But I think Chelsea gets me for that one. And I think for my moment of the game, um, special mention, mention to like Norway, that was a wonderful pass. And like Manny said, Sarabi didn't really have to do much. It was just perfect place for his head but I also think as well when Trebi kicked the ball out for that player um when he got cramp and he showed that little bit of um humanity any other player would have just carried I on I was thinking me. Michael Branch all I was thinking was Michael Branch I don't no. trust that he had a really really bad um I don't believe his hamstring at all but she had a little yeah. bit of class there compared to how he could have reacted yeah, I think the 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 ground at the time weren't weren't quite seeing it quite that way. <laughs> they were like we were on the attack and got an overlap. And when but, we were walking, looked like he fell down as soon as Wolves got the ball. I know, and then they <laughs> kicked it all the way back to our keeper. How very nice of them. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, great points um, on regards to that. So yeah, I mean Ryan Aitnore talking about Ryan Aitnore, a guy that was bombed out by Lopetegui and was nowhere to be seen and now he's a mainstay of this uh, team and his his close control is beyond anyone in that team he is he, so skillful he's quick and the ball in was fantastic sarabia actually um if you watch the highlights back he points and he makes the run he makes the mm -hmm. pass for ryan but he was good enough to see it in a split second to see it and pinpoint pass onto where he was running into. To be able to do that shows the level of quality that Ryan Aitnuri has, that he can just turn a game just like that. But we've seen Sarabia make those sort of runs. If you see the uh, if you see the goal, obviously he got against Tottenham uh, yeah. for the uh, for the equaliser in the first game. He made the run, and Kuna made the ball into him. You know, he does make these little runs. He gets and in when the box. you're playing these sort of teams, you have to have people that make the run to make the pass happen. If you're static, and Manny, how many times did we talk about this over the last few years about yeah. movement? If you don't make you know the what? Movement, um, you don't make uh, the pass. We lost 3-0 at Man City, and that was Sarabia's first game where he came on. And um, he came on with 3-0 down, and he ran into the box away at City, and he got on the end of a, a, a cross, and it went over. And I just turned around to my sons. I said, oh, look, midfielder going into the box. We've been, you know, Neves and Matinho, we've been used to, you know, who are midfield players. They're not box players. And we, I thought, well, oh, it gets into the box. This could be interesting. And then 
he had a his season went out with a whimper, a bit like Aitnuri. Both of them, if they'd have left in the summer, I don't think I, we wouldn't have. We would have thought, okay, well, they've never played; they were out of the squad, and now they're like first names on the team sheet type players. They're they're so expressive. It's 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 that's the thing when you get people allowed to express themselves and not just we got to keep it tight and we got to Lopetegui he kept us up he did brilliantly but the football wasn't great it wasn't it was a lot of one well, a lot of wins like today under Lopetegui's reign where we had to back, backs to the wall and we had to defend for our lives and you know throw our bodies on the line and Dawson and Lamina were great and we stayed up but those expressive players they've come into the you know, they've come to the fore and that's Gary O'Neill, 100% arm around them and they're smiling, they're laughing, happy people, mate, you know, have good good days, don't they? And they have, they're have they having a lot of good days, so um, long may it continue. And at five million quid, Srabia, wow, what a, what a steal that is now. <laughs> and to be honest, and that's it, the recruitment over the last, since last January has been a lot better and... You know, and then it's getting the players. You see Chelsea, and I've lived listening to Talk Sport on the way back, and that how they're frustrated. They've got a billion pound team, and someone said they're worth about fifty million at the moment. The way they're playing, and well, Gary Neville said today on the yeah. uh, cup final, he said because uh, he was Liverpool's kid basically come the end of the game, and Gary Neville yeah. come out with some line saying it's it's Klopp's kids versus the billion bottle pounds jobs. bottle jobs. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> I know. And Chelsea is still in the FA Cup, so we never know. We might have another yeah. minute if we get through. We, we might end up playing them again. Right. Uh, so that finishes this part of the show. Towards the, the last five minutes of the show, we will be coming back on to uh, manage dementia walk. But now it's time uh, for the uh, the penalty shootout. But just before we get to that, I do want to remind people about downloading this free app, which is the... Uh, the sofa score app, the uh, the QR codes up in the screen. This is basically an app that gives you an in-depth deep dive on statistics, on teams, on players, heat maps, all this sort of stuff. It's completely free to download. Not only is it completely free to download, you don't even have to put your email address or register or anything like that. You can just use the app. And you, it's, it, it's just a really great data source. So the the QR codes there, the links in the description. Uh, use it ourselves, but I say it can give you it gives you deep dives on a lot of things, and it's um, it's really really cool actually. So uh, works on your iPad, you, uh, or it works on your uh, on your phone, whether it's a Google phone or an Android or uh, or your or your iPad. So Manny, as you are the one oh, that's on, walking yeah. nearly two hundred miles uphill to anything, Newcastle. Yeah. You can choose first, second, or third on the penalty okay. shootout quiz. Uh, I'll I'll go I'll go in the middle. Number second. two, um, captivating Chelsea, first or third? Let's go first. First, okay. So, uh, so there we go. Josh, just Josh, Julius, Josh, Jolly Josh. You know, I, think, I, don't, I, I, don't, I do like that. Just Josh, just Jack. Juggernaut, juggernaut, Josh, Juggernaut, Josh, whatever it is that we're gonna we end up going with anyway. Jogger, Josh, that'll do. Jogger, Josh, Jogger, Josh. Bloody hell, I'm glad he's like jogger that. there. <laughs> just to let you know that I am going to be having caricatures done um, and stuff of everyone. And like, I've got yours now, thingy. Uh, Josh, you'll be a jogger in a wolf's top. Running. 
That's it. Jogger Josh. Fantastic. Right. Okay. So, Chelsea, you're first. You're the reigning champion, aren't you, at the moment or something like that? I had one win and one loss. You had a win, didn't you? (laughs) Right. So, which defender made over 500 appearances for Wolves and over 100 appearances for England? Was it Alf Bishop? (laughs) Manny's laughing. Billy Wright? Bill Shorthouse or John McCall? Can you say the options one more time? Alf Bishop, Billy Wright, Bill Shorthouse or John McCall? 500 appearances for Wolves and over 100 appearances for England. Uh, I, re- I, do- I really don't know. So I'm going to have a guess. You've had a brain freeze on this, haven't you? Yeah. Go I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be wrong. So I'm going to say... The only person to get to is Billy Wright, and I'm probably wrong. That's the, the correct answer. You you literally literally played us. <laughs> you played <laughs> us there all along. Right at the keeper and sent him the other way. Yeah, literally. Yeah. She, she did. She literally gave the keeper the eyes. <laughs> that, was a, that, was a, that was a penenka, That was. She rolled, the yeah. End of, yeah. Yeah. Is it Perlo? Who's Perlo? It's me. It, yeah. So. <laughs> Chelsea, yeah, we all know there that right. you were toying with us. Uh, you are correct. It is <laughs> mine. Better be like that. Mine better be like that. <laughs> right, Manny. Next yeah. up, which Wolves defender captained England ninety times? Was it Billy Wright, Bill Shorthouse, John McCall, and Derek Parkin? Is this going to be all about Billy Wright? <laughs> Are you going for Billy Wright? Yeah, I can't think of anyone else. Fine. Final answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely top corner, of course. Correct. So it is Billy Wright again. <laughs> uh, this is the Billy Wright quiz, and the answer is Billy <laughs> Wright. Question, by the way. Right, uh, Jogger Josh. Are you happy with Jogger Josh? Yeah. I like it. that. That's pretty. That, that kind <laughs> of, that, that's a good one. I like it, Jogger Josh. Okay, right. Or we could have Jog on. Jog, no, Jogger Josh is good, I think. Even, even. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, right. Wolves broke their transfer record when they signed a defender for a reported 80,000 from Huddersfield Town in 1968. Who was it? Was it Derek Parkin, John McCall, Jeff Palmer or Frank Munro? What year? It was 1968. Who are the players again? It is Derek Parkin, John McCall, Jeff Palmer, or Frank Monroe. Ooh. I'm gonna go Frank Monroe. You're going for Frank Monroe. Unfortunately, yep. you've tried to copy what Chels did, pedenked it, and the keeper's just gone, thanks very much. And, John McCall. Yeah. No, mate, keep trying. Have another game. Derek, Park, Derek Parkin. Derek Parkin. Unfortunately, you do not get a bonus point for that, but um, oh, well. it is correct. Right, <laughs> so we're back with you, Chels. Okay, so one out of one, you're level with Manny. Josh is still in it, though. Which defender with 609 appearances for Wolves holds the record for any Wolves player in any position. Is it Andy Thompson, Derek Parkin, John McCall, or Jeff Palmer? Can you say the names one more time? 
Andy Thompson, Derek Parkin, John McCall, or Jeff Palmer? I know Manny knows this. I can just see looking at him. Mm. Um, one more time, sorry. I, I can't remember any of the okay. names. Andy Thompson, Derek Parkin, John McCall, or Jeff Palmer? Derek Parkin. Are you going uh, to Derek knows, Parkin? She knows, she knows yeah. exactly what she's doing. Right, she's she sure, don't. Knows exactly <laughs> she's what she's doing. doing exactly the this, same. <clears throat> she knows exactly again. what she's, she's doing. doing. She's like proper she's basically she's, run up, I, giving the eyes. He thinks she's bluffing, and she's <laughs> him no. again. Oh, I feel sorry. For all those I'm Ronaldo. Poor... I'm Ronaldo. I'm, I'm winking in the camera as I walk past Ronaldo. Those kids, those ki poor kids that have to have you as a teacher. Oh, they probably don't know whether they're <laughs> coming or going. Do they? Hey, you've had <laughs> so much street cred since you've been on there on the channel, haven't you? It's it's really it's, re it's really good. <laughs> it's quite fun actually. You've had kids that never spoke to you who've come and talked to you at you. Yeah, it's randomly just opening my door. And saying, yeah. hi, Miss, are you on United stand? And I went, yeah. And I went, awesome, and just left. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's fantastic. Right. So, Manny, yeah, people Derek, on, the, on, the, on the coattails of Chelsea. Yeah. Right, here we go. Which defender was Wolves' captain? Oh, sorry. Is this right yet? Yes, which defender was Wolves' captain when they won the League Cup in 1979-80? Was it Emily, Emily News? News? Emily News. Jeff Palmer, Derek Parkin, or Peter Daniel? Emily News. Do you know what? He's just, he's just, no messing. He's just turned around <laughs> and he's just blasted it into the top wow. corner. It's just, it's just like, turn around, smack, have a bit of that. Sword. I'm coming I've to Newcastle. To I'm coming to the team. No problem. Pressure on. Josh, on, two Josh. out of two for Chelsea and Manny. You have to get this correct, jogger Josh, or you will be jogging on, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here we go, then. Two players were signed by Wolves. Oh, with, from local rivals, West Brom and Elvin, in oh. November 1986. Steve Ball was the one, and the other was a defender. Andy Who Thompson. was he? Yeah, Andy Thompson. Who was it? Andy Thompson. Correct. Confidently tucked away. Nice, easy question. Right. Charles. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. All the drama. If you put it in, it puts the pressure on. So, Wolves broke their transfer record when they signed a defender for a reported £1.85 million pounds, um, from Bradford City in 1995. Who was it? Was it Kevin Muscott, Lee Naylor, Jolien Lescott, or Dean Richards? Can you, say the, um, can you say them one more time, please? Just one. Yes. I know you're going to ask me to do that again because you do it three she times. Got somebody, she's got somebody in her ear. That's why she keeps saying. <laughs> she's she's got something in front of it. She has something. It's Anton Deck in her ear. If she looks down one more time, she looks down one more time. Watch her eyes, everybody. Watch her eyes. We're watching. Oh, we're having such God. a laugh. <laughs> Kevin Muscott, Lee Naylor, Jolien Lescott, or Dean Richards? Uh... This is a guess, Dean Richards. 
Oh my life! She danked the keeper again, third time. She's done the same trick. Again. Oh, that's correct. That's that is correct. correct. Yeah. A complete guess. I'm brilliant. I'm literally, I've literally got tears coming down my. I bet your mom and dad are rolling as well. Oh, I can hear them. I can hear them down there. Laughing. Oh, that is so. That is correct. Three out of three. Brilliant. Manny, no yes. pressure like. Oh, but, no, carry uh, on, man. No one's going to beat her, so. You've got to score this. Right, De Dennis Irwin signed for Wolves in 2002 and helped them win promotion to the Premier League for the first time in 2002-2003. But where was Dennis Irwin born? Oh, born, that's even better. Belfast, Edinburgh, Cork or Swansea? Cork. You're going for what? Cork. Are you, you don't sound very confident. Cork. It's the correct answer. Three out of Thank three. He's cool. He's calm. <laughs> he slots it away. Wolf That's as well, cool under pressure. That's what you yeah. call cool under pressure. Jog on, Josh. Um, you're obviously... You, you, you can't get through to the decider, but um, you can... Have a, <coughs> admiral, uh, an admiral. This, this, is, this is your uh, astro pay shot. This is <laughs> this is your astro yeah. pay shot. Yeah, which someone won today, which is won. crazy. I can't believe that. Um, well, it's going to happen a bit. I normally film it as well. And I was busy. Anyway, after ten years with the club, Wolves sold defender Matt Doherty to a then record reported record of sixteen million pounds in August twenty twenty. Who did the selling to? Spurs. Tottenham Hotspur, yeah. correct answer. <laughs> correct answer, right. So, oh, right, Chelsea yeah. and Manny, sudden death, penalty shootout. Chelsea go, into Denker in every one. Manny's yeah. just been turning around and going, have it, and banging him into the top corner. Right, Chelsea, which Wolves defender... Played 85 Premier League games in a row for Wolves. Was it Christoph Berra, Matt Doherty, Connor Cody, or Willie Bolly? Um, I'm thinking Cody or Bolly. Cody? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure, are you? I don't. I think Cody or Bolly. I can't. I don't, I'm guessing, but Cody was a captain. Knows. She knows. Yeah. She knows. She's literally pedanked the keeper for the fourth time. <laughs> he got a he nearly he nearly bought it this time, but then at the last minute you, you gave him a wink and he lost his concentration <laughs> and you did it again to him. So yeah, four out of four. Manny, you're on to yes. uh, on. you're on to the pressure. Right. Two midfielders made I might get this wrong so I can go to bed, man. Honestly, <laughs> God. <laughs> Two midfielders made over 500 appearances for Wolves. Who were they? Was it Mike Bailey and Kenny Hibbett, Kenny Hibbett and Ron Flowers, Ron Flowers and Mike Bailey, or Willie Carl and Mike Bailey? Oh, man. So it's Mike Bailey. <laughs> Mike Bailey and Kenny Hibbett. Yeah, Kenny I'll, Hibbett go for I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go for Bailey and Hibbett. I can't. You know, I'm Bailey and Hibbit, you've Total absolutely guess. turned round. You've absolutely whacked it. It's hit the underside of the bar. It's bounced off the keeper's head. 
rolled down, hit the post, and bounced out. Oh, well, well, he's okay. actually. I oh, don't know. Not beat her, man. That was Kenny Ridge and Ron Flowers. So captivating Chelsea <laughs> retains well her title with four pedenkas. <laughs> right, finally, before yeah. we go, guys, before we go today, we just need to have a final word from, of course, the guy with his son Jeevan that has got two sleeps till crazy time starts on Tuesday. 195 miles to Newcastle in all weather conditions, 14 hours a day walking to raise money for Dementia UK. Mate, just first of all, tell me, Dementia UK, why this charity is so important and why um, people just need to do it, donate a little bit what they can. Yeah, I started just reading up about it. You know, people say, what's your, what's your story? What's your story? And my story is I just read up about it and that's it. And, you know, a million people now get affected by this. Uh, that's a million families. Um, one in two people know somebody right here, right now. One in two people. And, um, you know, and why aren't we talking about it? Why aren't governments? Why aren't people really? So I just passionately got behind it in 2018. I've been with them now six years as a volunteer ambassador raising funds for um, them in different guises and different you know events and 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 this is you know the latest one the latest one in the series and um it's the hardest one it's the toughest one it's the most manic one it's the you know uh, it, it, it's the unknown i think um but um we're ready uh, five o'clock in the morning billy wright statue uh and we finish at bobby robson so it's the billy to bobby walk we call it as well you know and um at the statue there's already fans who have said they'll be there um i know the express and star are sending someone at half past four in the morning because we'll get there early um you know there's quite a few susie perry's just texted me today she's going to be there she's getting up extra early to be there she's like supported the event a lot you know fair play to her um so yeah 40 odd miles a day um start five four five every morning um we basically just quickly explain to people because people have said where will you be and i'm like oh, i don't know <laughs> so we'll be walking wolverhampton going directly north um through your patch so we hit stafford straight um and then we'll go towards stone jump on the canal down to stoke and go north of stoke on day one to a place called rushton and it's a bit hilly there as well so that'll be in the dark those hills well and then we'll stay overnight and then we'll go north again from Rushton, Macclesfield, Staley Bridge, um, Hyde that way. And then curve over to um, Yorkshire and end up in Huddersfield at the end of day two, another 40 odd miles. And then from Huddersfield again, north through Bradford and um, many um, uh, Yorkshire <laughs> cities. And we'll be staying just short. Uh, we'll finish just short of RAF Leeming. Uh, that's where Wolves fan serves and he's taken us down to the RAF base and we'll be staying with them overnight. And um, day four from RAF Leeming, we'll be walking to Durham. Uh, Davey said you'll be there. And, you know, uh, the supporter liaison officer at Newcastle, he lives in Durham as well. So he's contacted me and he's like being absolutely fabulous. Newcastle, what a club there supporters trust you know their supporters trust has contacted me seven or eight times 
you know. Uh, compared to compared to Wolves, that's like seven nil, <laughs> you know, and that's the kind of engagement they've ha- they've been brilliant. They're, they're um, support liaison officer, their club, so they've got it all organised. We're planning to finish uh, on the second of March um, at half past one, uh, ninety minutes before kick off, and um, they've got uh, they've already said thirteen forty five. We take you onto the pitch and we'll take some pictures and. Then um, uh, obviously we booked the hotel right next to the um, right next to the um, ground called Sandman. So we're staying there. We get changed, and then the challenge starts again because after 195 miles of trekking, we've got to climb 140 steps, and that's part of the challenge. You know, and Newcastle, Newcastle again, fabulous. They said, "Do you want a box? Do you want us to put you up? Do you want your family oh, in wow. there?" They were absolutely superb. But I said no. I said. The most important thing is to sit with the fans, the fans that donate, the fans that give, the fans that encourage, the fans that, you know, I want to be in there, you know. When you go on an away end, you don't want to sit in a box, you want to go in the away end, you know. And um, so um, definitely, um, and and my family will be there. Um, so um, it's, it's quite strange. The only thing is um, Wolves Ticket Office rang me the other day and said, we've had an envelope returned with the order address on it and it's ripped and um, have you received the Newcastle tickets? And I said, no. And they said, oh, it looks like they've been lost in the post. So all our tickets have been lost. And um, we've got to collect duplicates from Newcastle. They're giving us instructions. And I said, do you think I've got time to collect duplicates? Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're sorting it out. So it will all be sorted. Um, uh, so if anybody does get offered four tickets to Newcastle from a stranger that you don't know, do not accept because they could be the That's ones that I've lost in the post. Can you yeah. imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah. Mate, imagine, I mean, yeah. I mean, Manny one day will probably write a book and uh, the uh, the story of Leeds United away and the uh, and that oh. would was bound to be in there because that yeah, was uh, yeah. that's that a story on, it, on its yeah. own. That that we'll that need was, uh, need a whole show for that. <laughs> we, we would, we would, uh, yeah. mate. I mean, mate, just, I just want to say while while the show's been on, you know, I've um, I haven't. It's because I've got my phone. I've, I've I've just quickly like five pound, ten pound, ten pound, twenty pound, ten pound, forty pound, ten pound. All these have been coming in during the show, you know. So thank you to the the listeners, the people who are sharing it, people who are donating. You know, as Dave says, sometimes you can't donate. <laughs> We're not all affluent. We've all, you know, we everyone struggles sometimes in life. So just pass it on. It's got as a pass, you know, if you got something, you give it to somebody else. You know, somebody else may be may be able to do something. So um last night I had anonymous anonymous from the USA, five hundred dollars. I don't know who it is, you know. That's amazing. That's um, right. And Manny, I mean, I will. What I'm going to do as well after the show, I'm going to make sure that the links in the description for people to, uh, if they're watching it afterwards, can can find it as well in the in the link. And that will also be if you're listening to it on the podcast, which will go out in the morning. Uh, we'll put that in the uh, the description under the podcast as well, so you can click on that. So hopefully that will continue getting some more donations. Manny, just before yeah, before you go, um, the money. What does it go towards doing? And, so yeah, um, all the funds go to Dementia UK. They employ nurses. That's what they do. Their job, first and foremost, it's not like they're not in a lab doing lots of experiments and research. They help the here and now. There's a million people. There's a million families, and they need to get around and provide. They, their mission is no person should ever be left alone um, to deal with this um, condition. So when you ring their helpline. 
you speak directly to a nurse, no operators, directly to a nurse. You get allocated a nurse. The nurses go to clinics, care homes as well. They become your buddy, you know, and they started with two nurses. They've got 450 now um, and we want more. And um, every pound, every donation means that we can employ and get more um, people on those helplines and more nurses out into the community to help people. Because people need help now. We don't know what the future will hold, you know, hopefully. Yeah, we want cures, we want medicines and we want, you know, those things to happen. But in, in this here and now, we just need to help people. People should not be alone. It's the hardest, cruelest thing to deal with you know if you've got a terminal illness any terminal illness some of the things that get you through it is when you reflect on the good times you talk about the good times imagine if you forgot the good times what do you talk about there you know and that's the reality of living with somebody um with um or you know there's 200 types you know people say well what's the difference between that and vascular or alzheimer's it's all the same dementia is the umbrella term and there's 200 types affects people in their 20s and 30s some of them do so it's not a, it's not limited some of them uh, are memory related some of them are not you know and it takes a long time to diagnose but unfortunately people will die from the condition that's though how bad it is and it causes more deaths than any other illness in this country right here right now and we don't talk about it enough. And the more we talk about it, the more we spread awareness, the more people will want to do something. And then suddenly that 450 will be 500 and 600 and 1,000. And more people will feel that I know where where to go. I can call this number. And you know what the NHS is like. They're overstretched. When are you going to get to see a nurse or a doctor? You know, And are they going to say anything because they've already discharged you? you you've got dementia. We can't do anything. Sorry. You know, these specialist nurses they say no we're here for you and and um uh, so it's a really important cause thank you so many people so so many people i wish i could like read all the names out but it would take you know forever um this link this current link that we're on this is my second link for dementia uk i think it, it was it was 166,400 um together with the first link um it's just for dementia uk alone we've gone over 212,000 just for that charity and um which is wow you know never expected 90 i would go 99% all comes from the fans of the football club so um thank you uh from bottom of our hearts from our family from everybody at dementia uk for supporting encouraging dave i know you do for a number of years and, and so many others do and keep sharing keep inspiring others you know somebody somewhere will listen to this and think tomorrow when i wake up i'm gonna go and help somebody and it, it doesn't have you know don't walk to newcastle that's bloody manic just go and help go to like a go to a charity shop and say do you want a couple of hours and i said help and you, and you know when when you come back from there yeah you might be tired physically but mentally you'll be floating in the air you'll think wow my life's worth living man i found a purpose and that's why i do it when i do it i'm i'm flying i am i'm flying you know i feel like i'm justifying this whole role of being human human life isn't just about going through the motions and just collecting things you know i think we we can make a difference between with all the skills we've got and every single person has got the same energy as me don't think money special walking to walking to newcastle the energy i'm using is the same 
as in all you three and everybody else listening. We're all the same, really, and we just need to just bring it out, use it, and um, and 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 it will help others. So thank you for letting me use you know your channel as ever you know um, uh, spreading this because it is more than football. And this is the reality of football today. We saw the foundation fixture. We saw the That's, disability yeah. kids. We yeah. saw Jade, you know, clapped it in 41 minutes. The football family get together when at the times of need and, um, uh, and and the charity work so many people do around our club is absolutely fabulous. So thank you. Mate, all I can say is, um, you know, well said and... Um... You know, it's 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 a pleasure, mate, because we love to support what you're doing. What you're doing is, you know, representing, you know, so many people, and you're taking all the steps with Jeevan and stuff. But there's so much love and support for you to, as you say, to help you hopefully float towards uh, to Newcastle. And you might need to float when you get there because going up them steps at the end, I don't know, you're going to do that after <laughs> walking all that way. That's good. Like, I, I mean, yeah. uh, it's it's wearing out when you get there. I do want to just say one little thing. A few people have asked, cheerful Chris. Um, he had a heart attack um, last week. Um, oh, he is a, he had a, he's had a stent fitted. He is at home. He's probably watching. He's having yeah. a bit of time off at the moment. So he's he just messaged. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, he is. He's just popped up. So, yeah, this is uh, Chris, mate, who says, if you can make purely samosas for me, you can do this. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Chris is a wonderful guy. He's brilliant, you know, on this channel. He's just a really nice, giving human. So please get well soon. Look after your health, Chris. You know, um, every every sign is a... Is also, you know, we, none of us are getting younger and things can go wrong. So just use the moments uh, wisely and do the best you can. He's a wonderful guy. So get well soon, Chris. That's well said. So Manny, just finally, uh, from all of us, you know, everyone yeah. that's watching or listening it back, we do wish you and Jeevan all the very best. We know that you're probably going to go through a hard time. Oh, man. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready. Not just the physical yeah. side of it. It's the... The pain that you have to go through to get there and stuff like mm. that but like you do it to make a difference and everyone he's walking all of these 195 miles and then 140 steps and then he's having two weeks or whatever it is to recover and then running a bloody marathon because he's crazy because that's just mm. what you do <laughs> pound 50p whatever yeah. if you can yeah. afford anything the link just click on it whatever you can afford it will make a difference and someone in your family at some point may need that help and it'll be there for when you need it so that's why we he does it and um from all of us mate we do wish you lots of love to you and jeevan it's Thank you know you. with you and um yeah all the best and of course always wolves and thanks for everyone for joining tonight and we'll be following you literally every step of the way till you get mm -hmm. to newcastle mate and you will do it no doubt about it Thank you. Cheers. All the best, everyone. Best of luck, Manny. Thank you, mate. Cheers. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.